Clarity from Vance Joy here at 92.9, 843 JB here this morning. Thanks to Nathan and the crew at Country Auto's GWM. Have a get in there. Check the full range out today already for immediate delivery as well. Ames, morning. Morning. How are you? Fabulous, JB. How was your weekend? Good? Great. Get up to lots? No, I worked Saturday. Yep. Uh, Go to the, the footy Saturday after. Oh, clean the house. Clean the house, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, and then I had photo shoots yesterday afternoon. So snappy, snappy. A little snap, snap. Speaking of snappy, snap, snaps. Oh, look, I'll let you do segways. the segue. I'll let you, <laughs> let you have that one. Segways for days here. Yeah. Uh, Instagram pick of the week. We've got to pick a winner. Yeah. We All were right. doing moon and space was our theme. We got some good photos. I we was expecting did. real dodgy ones. Between there's, you there's and I. One, oh, okay. Um, if you don't actually open it up, it yeah. just looks black. Yeah, okay. It's it's literally black with a couple of white spots. Okay. You tried, you tried. Yeah. There's a photo of the Southern Cross or something, I think, that I'm trying to do there, maybe. I, I don't know. The sauce pen or whatever it is. <laughs> and it's, so. it, it's very hard to choose some days. We like to choose local stuff if we yes. can. Yeah. Because, you know, we love local. We do. We love local um, here. But this this week's winner, yeah, is a photo of the eclipse last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so very big congratulations to Victoria. Is it Dally? Daily? Dally? Dally. Victoria. Yeah. Woo! Good on you, Victoria. <laughs> Describe. Give us a legendary Ames painting the oh, pitch with words, as we always picture. do. All right, with it's the Instagram night sky, the obviously. Yes. Okay. You hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would hope. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just the eclipse. It's nice and simple. Yep. Um, it was that's the, it. it. Yeah, it's the red eclipse from last year. Yeah, I took photos of it too. So. Lunar, lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse. Not yes. a total eclipse because they're total very hard to come heart. by. Nothing uh, I can do. Sing along oh now. No. That it's reminds me. You that. saying that it's an eclipse, obviously uh, taken at night time. That reminds me of a joke. Oh, okay. R- reminds me of a joke of the Irish astronauts that were planning on. Uh, being the first people to land on the on the sun <sighs> and the Americans said the sun you can't land on the sun and the Irish said yeah we can we can land on the sun we'll go at night it's pretty good isn't it it's a classic that was terrible <laughs> you still do Irish jokes nowadays in 2022 can't you uh, probably not let's be real here probably not that's the boss calling me now. Yeah. <laughs> I might not be back tomorrow. Show's yours, Ames. Bye. I'm walking away from Craig David walking away here at 92.9, 12 minutes away from 9. JB I nearly walked here. away. Nearly, yeah. Nearly. I'm still here, so <laughs> there you go. Live for another day. Um, did you did you hear about the red panda that escaped from the zoo in yeah. Adelaide? Yeah. Adelaide. Oh, what? I actually watched the news last night. Oh, on okay. TV. Oh, wow. There you go. Normally, we just watch whatever pops up on YouTube. <laughs> the poor, the poor red panda. It's a brand new panda that the Adelaide Zoo got from, from Queensland. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's been in its enclosure for a couple of days. It, it managed to escape on Saturday it's afternoon. Or, it doesn't or even want to live afternoon. in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> it even wants to get out of there. It's like, take me back to Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it managed. How crazy is that? Managed to get out. They caught out the Botanic Gardens, which isn't too far from the zoo. Um, it was up the top of the tree there eating could, some figs. Could you imagine being that person that discovered it? You're just walking along and you're like, what is that? That is a large possum. That's up oh, that tree We don't there. have red possums, do we? No. 
Luckily, it was a red panda that escaped the zoo, not the elephant that's hiding up the tree. Yeah, that could Giraffe. have been. <laughs> could have been. <laughs> there's another chat on that. What would be the most bizarre animal to see hiding up a tree? Six seven six double two nine two nine. Definitely. Um, definitely stranger than a red panda, but <laughs> red panda would be pretty close. So imagine yeah. you get it down. They got they got a bunch of people from the zoo. Don't try this at home, kids. No, don't. Um, with a giant sheet under the tree. And they tranquilize it. I don't know if they did or they scared it. There was a guy down the bottom yep. that shook the. It looked like he shook the branch. And the panda, <laughs> it's amazing footage. The panda's just plopped out of the tree onto the sheet, and then they've quickly uh, bundled the sheet up. I give it and a week before it escapes again. It's got to keep escaping all the time. His name should be Houdini. Houdini, yeah, it's a new, yeah. Houdini the Red Panda. Yeah, rename that it. Term, yep. It's better than its current name. I can't remember the current name, but it's not good. Houdini's better. Yeah, Houdini. I like that. Yep. Eight fifty. Save a massive thirty percent off. Seventeen past seven. Smash Mouth walking on the sun with JB for breakfast. Thanks to Nathan and all the team at Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street, West Tamworth. Morning, Olivia. How are you? Good morning, JB. I'm tired. Big weekend for you. Yeah. Massive weekend. You're out and about everywhere. The I was. football. Who are you cheering for? What what team were you going for? Cronulla. Oh, you Bucks. were? Okay. Yeah, because they are the best looking guys. <laughs> Is that how you judge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go through the the the, t- the team. Well, pro- I met a lot of them profile. at the oh, okay. pre things, ah, yeah, and like okay. one of them yeah. has been watching my stories on Instagram. No, yeah, he's so really, cute. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. right, okay. Oh, I'm in love. Go you. I know. Eighteen past seven. I don't think you'd love this guy. Oh, he is rich though. Graham Graham Wilden in the UK. He's apparently. The most hated man in Britain at the moment. Why? He has uh, he's built Britain's best man cave. They're calling it. Okay. He built a massive. He built a huge, huge man cave uh, on his house. It includes a cinema, squash court, a mini casino, which is just gambling tables, mm. and a two-lane bowling alley, along what with a massive it? swimming pool on his house. On the top. Now all out the back. Oh, that's quite a man cave. It's an amazing man cave. However, the millionaire accountant from Cinderfoot in Gloucestershire has now been labelled the most hated man in Britain because he built it all illegally. Wasn't allowed to build it. Oh, we didn't get permits. Didn't get all the permits from the council and things like that. So the council have absolutely smashed this guy over the last couple of years Mm. saying, mate, you need permits, yada, yada, yada. He's, he's been tearing up the permits. He's been lighting them on fire. Well, I wonder why, if he's got the money. It's bizarre, I know. And then not only that, like, that's fair enough, you know, like, you know, ripping up stuff with council. Yeah. Council's probably like, and eh, not the first yeah. time we've dealt no. with a petulant resident, but it's gotten worse. You're this, paying for the paper anyway in taxes. This entitled millionaire has started annoying all the neighbours. Oh, no. He's taken it out on them. He started parking his Rolls Royces and his Mercs all down the street, <gasps> clogging up their driveways. The council can't get their garbage trucks down this nah, narrow street either because he's been clogging it up and everything. This escalated quickly over the weekend. Yeah. He's got six weeks behind bars. <gasps> the no council, way. yeah, the council have taken him to court over it all. 
Um, and basically have um, ended up, it's gotten that bad that due to him not having all the paperwork and yeah. everything like that and building basically illegal um, structures on his yard, he got a six-week sentence. That's plus crazy, hey. 12 months community service once he gets out as well. Plus, the building needs to be permanently stripped and decommissioned <gasps> within 18 weeks. No. So he's got to do it. They've got they, this. I'd, I'd, I'm kind of sad for the guy now after everything he's done because this man cave is amazing. Yeah, but he deserves it, doesn't he? He can't. I, it's, Imagine I'm the, having to take it all down like that swimming pool. I know. I don't know. I, I don't you know how I feel. It's like pay someone to give you permits. The guy's enough, enough. But then he I is. feel like this stuff's incredible. His man cave is just. I bet he's like a bachelor too. He is. He is. He's yeah. a single, single dude. Yeah, because no one's dating anyone. Graham, like that. Graham Wilden, seventy, the accountant from Cinderford, Gloucestershire. He's seventy. Seventy years of age. Who's got time for that at seventy? Like you're gonna die. Like, relax. <laughs> Steady on. No, but like, you know, you fought six <laughs> weeks behind bars. Like, you could drop that oh, in them six weeks. That looked very valid. I think they should allow him to use the, leave the man cave then so he can enjoy the last remaining years of his life. Look, I'm, I'm all in for In enjoyment. It. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah? I wouldn't mind using the swimming pool. Maybe the Just bowling alley. Just don't be alley. a twat and park your cars like, out on the road. Yeah, see, that's the part that really, like, you can't affect your neighbours like that. Do you want Graham Wilden having a look at your stories on Insta? I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, okay. Mm. Are you looking for a career in agriculture and not just a job? Hutchin and P. Or something a little different. It's the McCafe Coffee Coffee Break. Break. Going to catch up with Kevin Anderson after our smash for cash in about 20 minutes' time. When have you bogged your car? Have you ever, you know, gone out uh, bush bashing Olivia maybe, you know, in your Holden Barina that you've got? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I take little Barry out. Um, Is that the name of it? Yeah, it? Barry the Barina. Um, and he has taken a beating and I love him. I'm going to buy a new car next year. I've decided, you'd, be able to bo- you'd be able to bog Barry the Barina in some of the potholes we've got around our local roads here. The floods as well, like on the roads. They close the road in my house every day lately. And I'm like, uh, um, no. You've ever taken Barry the Barina off-road? I'm trying to think. Dirt tracks, bit of gravel. Yeah, got... near my house. Oh, yeah, true. Good point. I'm moving to the Upper East Side, so. Mm, fancy. I know. Fancy. How's Barry going to go up the big hills there, up east? Barry's great. (laughs) Barry got me from Melbourne to here. That's a good point. That's very true. Killed it. Like, was so good. I had a Daihatsu charade when I lived here last time. 1991. Midnight blue Daihatsu (gasps) charade. My partner had a um, a Kia. Yeah. And. I got rid of my Daihatsu Shrade because my partner said that, you know, there's no point bringing two cars up to Rock yeah. Amber, which is fair enough. The key is newer, it will, yeah. you know, better. Last longer. Last longer, yeah. be able to travel up there, yada, yada, yada. I, I said to her, look, the Daihatsu Shred, I'm going to get rid of it, but that would have no dramas getting up there to Rock Hampton. It would be fantastic yeah. on the open road, let her rip. You, you know, hooning up there. It's going to go over 100. So, my, barely. Yeah. So, my partner's <laughs> rolled her eyes and gone, just sell it. So, I sold it for two, 220 bucks. I got a week's rent for this Daihatsu. 220 bucks. And then I forever use this against Case because halfway up to Rockhampton, guess what blew up? No, it didn't. The Kia. No. Yeah. So, didn't blow up totally. It was repairable in yeah, miles. Yeah, like, still but how inconvenient. I said to her, I'd wouldn't, be dirty on her. wouldn't happen if I had the Daihatsu Shrade yeah. still. That Kia was wouldn't not have happened. 
But you're Barry the Barina. Very reliable. All the way from Victoria, all the way up here to mm-hmm. Tamworth. Very reliable. And I don't know if you know this, I don't even have a, f- a door handle inside <laughs> my front seat. <laughs> I have heard that. You can trap people in your car that way. Literally, I lure feel like in. it sometimes when people get in. I'm like, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> On the driver's side or passenger driver's side? Driver's side. Driver's side. That's frustrating. Like, I remember I lent my car to my brother-in-law and he's who broke it. He snapped yeah. it off. Um, Because he has like a Hilux and I was taking the kids. So I took his car, (laughs) which is huge. Yeah. Um, And then he like snapped it off and then he's like, I can't get out. And like had to wind down the window to open it from the outside. I have found a way to open it still. But he did buy me another one. He just never installed it. Oh, okay. So. It's a thought that counts. (laughs) It's literally just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My, my, My dad, we bought a brand new car. Yeah. And uh, we went out crabbing in Adelaide, Love went to catch crabbing. some crabs. And um, my dad, three-day-old car, bogged it in the sand no dunes. Way. It's meant to be bogged really bad it. for your car too. It's about the only time I'd ever seen dad, who's usually cool as anything, actually like it, get he? half anxious yeah. and, and <sighs> fretty. Luckily, there was another crabber guy there who had a full-on like souped-up four-wheel drive oh, pull you with out. the crane and everything Love like that, that and just so manly. Out. But so lucky. I mean, if he wasn't there, the mm, guy with the fancy car, that yeah, that new car gone. Did you I re- catch any crabs? Uh, yeah, two, I which was love horrendously lame. and crabbing. Do you? Love it. Yeah, right. Like, with a passion. Yeah, right. No, I never... That was the first and only time I ever went crabbing, caught two, and I went, eh, that's lame. Did you not eat them? No, oh, I didn't. little crabs, aren't no, they? No, I didn't. Nah, never ate crab. Oh, I love crab. Oh, is it? It's nice. Mm, it's delicious. Like lobster, does it? I think it tastes better than lobster, if I'm being honest. No, oh. I've had a lot of lobster in my life. Okay. I have to... Only because I lived in Jersey and you lobster pot there. It's not illegal. Oh, okay. So you just go and put heaps of lobster pots down, and then in the morning you got like twelve lobsters. Fancy. Well, not very when you're fancy. It yourself, but yeah. Seven fifty one. Link Airways now flying direct between. Sixteen past eight here at ninety two point nine. Coldplay's Viva La Vida. Time to catch up with our local member for Tamworth, Kevin Anderson. How are you, mate? Morning, JB. I'm well. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very well. A busy uh, couple of weeks for you, but a busy weekend. You were there at the NRL at Scully Park on Saturday. Yeah, 100%. And for my sins, uh, ground announcing there at Scully Park. Uh, but, mate, it was a great uh, a great event to be part of. Like, you know, 10,048 people crammed into Scully Park on Saturday, mate. Yeah, no, nah, phenomenal. Great to see these events coming back again, obviously, after everything over the last two years involving the C word. Um, but just remarkable to get something of this caliber uh, back in back in town as well. And hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we might be able to get some more games back next year. I think that contract with the NRL and West Entertainment Group wrapped up this year. That was the last game, but... Uh, they're they're pretty confident that hopefully they'll be able to get some more games back um, uh, next season as well. Hopefully, yeah, ab- absolutely. Wests have got a uh, very good uh, agreement and negotiation and, and partnership with the West Tigers. So to get uh, the Tigers to come back next year would be fantastic. And and uh, you know, as long as you get you know a um, a quality game, I know uh, Cronulla, uh, the Sharkies um, did the Tigers on Saturday night, but. You know, the 10,000 that were there had a fantastic mm. time. It was just great to see. And people came from all over the place. Yeah. Like, you know, um, all, all over 
mate, pretty much Sydney, the north, everywhere came to Tamworth. So it was great for the region. All the motels were booked out. So it was fantastic. But but you're right, like the state government, I managed to get $200,000 uh, for that game from the state government. So we rattled the can and got some cash to help them run that. And council kicked the can as well. So, you know, what we've got to do, and as I said to Rod Lang on um, Saturday night, we'll, we'll start those negotiations again this week because we want to make sure that, you know, we lock in the funds for next year because it's such, uh, it's such a great event. It's just a cool atmosphere to be there. And, yeah, it's fantastic to be part of it. Yeah, that's it, and, and, and quite competitive those games are as well against other regional cities that have the facilities to be able to put on, you know, a, a high-profile NRL games like that. I mean, there's a lot of bidding and and things that go on behind the scenes. So for us to secure this, it's amazing for our city and our, our our tourism and economy that goes along with that as well. Yeah, absolutely, mate, and and that's the thing. You know, what we've got to do is continue to put you know Tamworth's best foot forward and. And when you, um, you know, when you are competing against the Dubbos and the Woggers and mm. everyone else, mm. it's really important that you know we keep Tamworth at the forefront because it's a huge um, spotlight on our city because yeah. um, it's on NRL, it's on Fox, it's everywhere, and it's just a great public promotion for Tamworth. So it's great to have it on on the on the telly, mate. Yeah, that's it exactly. Another big event back this week after two years uh, away is of course Agquip, which is just awesome to see that back again. Yeah, absolutely. This is a huge bonus for our region. And, and again, for Gunnedah in particular, all motels are sold out, hotels, hubs and clubs, etc. So this is a big event Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of this week. Um, you know, but it's not only a good opportunity to have a look at the latest in agricultural machinery, but because of the fact that it's been a difficult couple of years, it's a great social event as well where farmers and and everyone else come together and have a catch-up and see their mates they haven't seen for a while because farmers will tend to work on their own, work solo for weeks at an end, you know, and, and don't get a chance to see, you know, many people like we do every day. So they use it as a great opportunity to come to town and have the whole day as they mingle and catch up with friends they haven't seen for a while. So... Yeah, it's a really good opportunity to do that. Yeah, that's it. And we got uh, the night quip uh, back again as well on Tuesday night between 5 and 8, which is fantastic for the Gunnada economy and tourism as well, which is awesome to see. That's been a real big success. I think maybe the last two years before the COVID lockdowns, they ran a night quip, and that's been really, really, really uh, uh, well attended. So Yeah, yeah. 100%. And, and that's the thing. you just got to keep thinking, what can you do you know, to add a little bit of extra entertainment and so on. And Night Quip, which is the night markets uh, in the main street of Gunnedah, is fantastic. So to be able to do that and, and attend that and then go to Ag Quip, and yeah, no, it's great. It's great, great for Gunnedah. Absolutely great for Gunnedah, but great for the whole region. Will you be there on the barbecue over the next couple of days, Kev? Yes, sir, I will. <laughs> and uh, Tease have very kindly donated the steaks again. And, and obviously, they, you know, they, they have the best, uh, the best steaks uh, on offer at Agquip, and we're very proudly uh, donating uh, the funds raised from $5 a stake to the uh, Gunnedah cool. Family Support Services, Great. which goes toward looking after women and kids and, and those most vulnerable. So we want to thank Michael Wells and, and Tease 
for donating yeah. the steaks and come along and and uh, grab a steak sambo off us at Agquip uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mate. Do the the steak sandwich tour. That's what I do. You go around and try them all. <laughs> try and find the best one. <laughs> Absolutely. And and uh, look, you know they are good, and there's there's lots of food opportunities. But yeah. uh, Agquip's a great for our region, but loving it. But yeah, come and have a steak with us, mate. Twelve to one Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Kev, enjoy Agquip. Great to chat again. We'll chat again uh, next Monday. Yeah, look forward to it, JB. Have a great day, mate, and thanks. When winter hits in the northwest, it feels twice as cold as anywhere else.